Welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week we're talking about Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Maas. So we we touched upon the, the first book of the Crescent City series. We talked about the first book of the Akatar series. And now we're doing the first book of the Throne of Glass series. I have a real problem. Like lately I've been buying so many books. I really need to to cut back. I keep saying I'm going to cut back and then there is that sale and then like when I get back to New York I'm probably going to go to Book Off the Strand and it's just hard not to buy things. Y'all I'm like disappointed in myself. So for the Agatha series I bought it in paperback because I didn't think I would like I don't know if I'd like it or not and then it was like my biggest regret because I can't have the complete set in softcover yet because Silver Flame doesn't come out in paperback so I like didn't have a complete set and then the the hardbacks are just so pretty, and I, and then there was a sale on Amazon, and I and I just bought them, and now I have two copies of the whole, like two <laughs> copies of four books, and I just feel guilty. But the Amazon sale was a pretty good sale, so I wouldn't feel guilty about that. No, I mean I don't feel that. I feel guilty because I don't feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I've seen on Bookstagram lots of people have multiple versions of the same books, usually Akatar. They'll have paperback, hardback, and then they'll also have a version with the dust jackets, <laughs> and they just own all of them. I don't know if I want to do that. I think I might sell the paperbacks on like eBay or something, or even like on yeah. Bookstagram, just because I, I don't have room on my bookshelf as it is. Like, I just got a yeah. bookcase, and I have a lot of books. I just kind of, I don't know, I just don't like having two copies of the same book. That's fair. It's weird that I have this thing. But I have like a whole Sarah J. Mass shelf now. When I look at the shelf, I just visualize, I'm like, okay, I guess where the second Crescent City book's going to go. <laughs> I cannot wait for the second Crescent City to come out. Of her three series, Crescent City is my favorite. So I am just so pumped for it. It's definitely different than the first book of Akatar and the first book of this series. I feel like it's so many pages, it feels like more than a book, whereas the first book of this one was, I think, 400 pages, like half the book, and I feel like it, she was really setting up the world, like, I feel like we just got a really glimpse of, like, who she was, but I'm curious of where this book is going to go, because from all the memes I see online on, on Bookstagram, I don't even, like, recognize the characters' names, really. Well, and that's what I said when we first started was that I didn't want to get attached to either of the two male main characters, Dorian or Kale, Cole. How, how are we saying it? Wait, there's a pronunciation in the back. Hold on. <laughs> I was pronouncing the main character's name, Kalina, the entire book, and then got to the end. And at the very end, there's a pronunciation and it's apparently Selina or Selina, not a cut. And I was like Kalina the whole time. I don't have a pronunciation thing. Really? Yeah, my mine, heart covers. Uh, mine has a pronunciation guide at the very end. So it's Selina Sardothian and then Kale Westfall. So. Okay. Kale. Kale. Yeah. They, the pronounce <laughs> the. <it's, laughs> Kale. <laughs> I don't even know how you're pronouncing when I read it. I just think I just like he was like I sometimes I don't pronounce names in my head. I just like call him like I know what it is, but like I don't pronounce it in my head. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but I said I didn't want to get attached to either Dorian or Kale. <laughs> I can't say that word now without hearing Kale. <laughs> Fucking kale. <laughs> uh, but it's like it's an, it's a 
seven or eight book series. I guess the the eighth book is the first book. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like a, prequel. a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they're really seven books. So I feel like all the characters are going to just be cycled through and thrown aside. Like, I don't even think this is who Selena will end up with. Yeah, I I try to avoid the wiki. Like, I was trying to look on the wiki to kind of like, because there's some things I was reading I wasn't like, miss. I thought I missed something. So I looked on wiki and I'm like, I can't look on the wiki because there's just so many other characters that like I haven't met yet. And yeah. like all these like, on, like even on Instagram, because I am always looking at the Akatar art. So like that throne of glass art pops up as well and there's like all these like love connections with like the three people we do know i was like i don't want to i can't look i can't look but (laughs) (laughs) that's why i need to read the other books so i brought home crowd of midnight with me did you see the um the meme i just sent you before we started podcasting of tomlin in the first book versus tomlin in the second book no i missed it <laughs> like in the first book he's prince charming riding on this on his uh horse and in the second picture for the second book it's prince charming riding on a wooden horse like just the stick with the head i freaking hate tomlin so much <laughs> i'm really sure it's tamlin <laughs> Oh, Tamlin. <laughs> no, Whatever. you were when you were texting how much you loved him. I was like, you'll see, Marissa. I did feel like this was written similar to Crescent City in the sense that it was written from multiple people's point of view. Where for most of Actar, we only have Feyre. I did think I liked that. I liked having jumps out. And usually, I don't like different point of views. At least for this book, I didn't really want to skip anybody's chapter, and I didn't want to skip anybody's chapter in Crescent City either. You don't mind reading the other people's viewpoints because you're just as interested to see what they're thinking. Like, I wanted to know what KL was thinking. I wanted to know what Dorian was thinking. And then, like, I don't really care about Cal- Caltaine, whatever her name was, that girl. <laughs> like, Caltaine chip or something like that. Like, it's like a, like a chip I would have. <laughs> An appetizer, Caltaine. Caltaine and Hummus. No. But yeah, she, like, I didn't really care about her, but. Her chapters, not that she had that many, were super important as far as revealing the darker side of the plot. So you don't mind reading it. You you absorb information from it. And yeah, I, I mean, I admire Sarah's writing so much. I So when I was looking at the reading order from the series, I found like this, this like blog that had this like printout kind of thing. It's from T.L. Branson, if anybody wants to look it up. I just looked up Throne of Glass Reading Guide because I didn't know when to read the prequel. I didn't want to start with the prequel because I feel like I wanted to start with Throne of Glass. That was, like, the first book she published with it. But there's, like, two versions on this guide. And it was, like, romantic version. And the romantic reading order places the assassin blade at the point where he'll make the most emotional impact for you. It's also in position served on to allow you the best transition from Empire of Storm to King uh, Kingdom of Ash. So they got, so that one's like Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Here of Fire, The Assassin Blades, Queen of Shadows, Tower of Dawn, Empire Storms, and Kingdom of Ash. So that's mm. the romantic version. I think that's what I'm going to do because I, I read for the romance. Yeah. That is, I, I fully admit that I, I read books for the romance. And if books don't have enough romance in them, I don't particularly like them as much. <laughs> <laughs> what's the other order? If like one's for romance, what's the other one for? Purist. The purist reading. <laughs> The purest reading order keeps the entire series in publication order. The Assassin Blade is a prequel, less belongs at the beginning of the story. Tower of Dawn is written after Empire of Storms, so they take place, but they take, they take place at the same time. So that's in like publication order, whereas 
yeah, you'd be a purist or romantic. So I'm going to be romantic. I'd, I'd probably be a purist. I'd want to read them in publication <laughs> order. You got to go back and read the Assassin Blade. Then. I know. I want more of like Dorian in them. Yeah, Dorian. Gr- Dorian grew on me. I'm still Team Kale, but. I hate his name. <laughs> I literally cannot say it. Okay, Bill, every just... time you say that. <laughs> Kale. <laughs> I was I was thinking though that both Dorian and freaking Kale love or appreciate Selena. Maybe maybe they don't love her yet, I don't know. But there's definitely, you know, a love triangle brewing there. And it was just so interesting to see how differently they treated her while both loving her. Like Dorian showers her in affection and gifts and gives her those tingly butterfly sensations. But I feel like Kale really knows her and knows like the type of person she is deep down. And they share a connection based on the towns they both come from and, I don't know. They're both they're both trained soldiers, basically. Like, so it's just I don't, I just thought it was interesting. I, I didn't like Dorian as much at the beginning. He just seemed like a flamboyant peacock. But by the end, I was like, well, he does make her feel special. And in a relationship, I guess that's what you would want. I I was here for the the love triangle. I love a good yeah. love triangle. I guess we should probably give a synopsis before we dive into our opinions. So, the plot. It says, two men love her. The whole land fears her. Only she can save them all. Dun-dun-dun. In a world without magic, an assassin is summoned to the castle. She comes not to kill the vicious king who rules from his throne of glass, but to win her freedom. If she defeats 23 killers, thieves, and warriors in a competition, she will be released from prison to serve as the king's champion. Her name is Selina Sardothian. The crown prince will provoke her. The captain of the guard will protect her. Hint, hint, wink, wink, the two males that love her. And a princess from a faraway land will befriend her. But something evil dwells in the castle, and it's there to kill. When her competitors start dying one by one, Selina fight for freedom becomes a fight for survival and a desperate quest to root out the evil before it destroys the world i don't know if i would have liked this i'm not like if i just read the synopsis and i didn't know all the hype around the book i don't know if i would have picked up the book really i don't i don't dream about it being like assassin like you do oh that's true i don't have this pull of being an assassin i don't know why i read because i remember going on the website like probably like in the fall and looking at Sarah's website and like picking between the two books I wanted I wanted to read one of her series I looked at both synopsis and I didn't like the synopsis that's why I went with Akatar first but now knowing the book the book's really good and I, the whole fandom is incredible but I didn't the synopsis didn't pull me in but I think it's more of like I just don't love assassins as much as you do and I and now I feel like they're growing on me assassins <laughs> yeah I mean I was gonna just jump on the assassin train and say I love assassins I've always wanted to be an angel of death you know bring darkness to the land and kill people that's just my goal in life so the fact that Selena's getting to live out that dream I'm just very jealous of her <laughs> I am intrigued about how phase come into all of this and like magic because it at the beginning of the book it's like very like oh magic is dead and like they live in this like and they're all human so I'm just really curious where this book's gonna go because I feel like we just have like, a really small glimpse of it like 400 pages. I feel like 400 pages seems so small to me now, too. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I can't believe that, like, her identity was kind of hidden. No one knew that she was 18 and, like, this great assassin. I can't believe she was a great assassin at 18. What What have I done with my life? <laughs> at 18, I feel like I accomplished nothing. <laughs> I was a cheerleader in college. 
<laughs> yeah, I I Barely wasn't even in college. college yet. I was in high like school. 18? <laughs> Why is that? I had a summer birthday, so I didn't start kindergarten until I was six. Oh. Yeah, so at, at 18, I was sneaking into frat houses, so I really wasn't killing anybody. <laughs> I, I It was so weird hearing Dorian's perspective because he, in, in his chapters, would be like, oh, I'm just obsessed with her and want her and love her and need her, but I can't tell if she likes me back. And I was like, that's really not a good sign if you can't tell. Like, you are fl- throwing yourself at her and you're getting just indifferent vibes from her. But then in her chapter, she was always like, yeah, I want to kiss him. He makes me warm and tingly. But I, I think she just doesn't show it. And Dorian's used to women throwing themselves at him, which is like, it's such a turn off to me, like his arrogance. So I don't know. I'm like, like, I like Dorian, but I'm not a huge fan of Dorian. I feel like the reason he likes her is because she's not throwing herself at him. Yeah. I mean, that's like the, that's like the story as plain as day. Like, boys, like, I don't know, like, they never want the person in front of them that's, like, available. They want people who they can chase. Yeah. So I do wonder if, like, Doreen just likes to chase of, like, the great assassin. Like, everyone's telling him no, so why not rebel and say yes? Yeah, I, I get those. He, he has daddy issue vibes. <laughs> Uh, I get that. <laughs> but I hated that girl, whatever her name is. Caltane. Caltane. I hope she. I hope she gets killed soon. I was really hoping she'd get killed. Whenever she's in the hallway, uh-huh. um, with that scary guy, the big guy, I was uh-huh. like praying. That I, yeah, I wasn't a fan of her. I don't think I could ever be forced into a marriage. Like, I could not imagine being in that time and being in court. And, like, the way she describes how repulsive she thought the Duke was, I was like... <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> okay, so I'm confused in the ending. So did, um, the, so the Duke's drugging her? Wait, 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 drugging who? The Kelsey, Kelsey. Caltane? Caltain. It really sounds like <laughs> chips. Like, that sounds like a Caltain. Like, I don't know if there's a like Caltain a, chip like, in the world. No, it's, it sounds like plantain chip. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Caltain. Um, um, so, no, no, what happened was, remember, she poisoned Selena, and then the Duke blamed it on her. He's like, what's that in your hand? Oh, you poisoned her? And so they had... Caltain arrested and then the duke it turns out at the end was conspiring with the king they both have those stupid little black rings and they were like "Ooh, our experiments on Caltain have been working we're gonna keep doing those experiments and get her to turn to our side I think they were drugging her though because probably said something like oh she even said her headaches were bad like, I think yeah. she, he, like, in whatever she sniffs all the time, I basically said, like, was she doing cocaine the whole book? <laughs> yeah, I think she was doing drugs the whole book. I think he, like, put something in it, because he's... I thought they were just using dark magic on her. I don't know. Yeah, because the king was like, your manipulation of Caltane was interesting. Were you using the power on her? And he was like, no, I've relaxed it recently. Besides, oh, So it was to... power, but he basically was, like, doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were definitely doing something to her. I just remember him, him saying, like, oh, yeah, she complained about headaches. So I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> something doesn't sound right. No, I think I want her dead. <laughs> Me too. I'm not a big fan of hers. 
So it's gonna be really funny because like so what? How, okay, I'm pro- I didn't pronounce anybody's name in my book in the book when I read it, so now I can't pronounce when I'm talking about it. But Selena, so she basically told Dorian no because she's like, well, I'm gonna be three, I'm gonna be free in three years, so like I can't date anybody. And then I feel like she's gonna turn around and just start dating Cal, and it's yeah. gonna be really funny because he's gonna be like, well, you just told me you couldn't date him, like why can't you date the other guy? And that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for more love triangle. I hope there's another guy thrown in there. Throw another boy in. Let's get a let's get some three v one. Let's see what happens. Maybe they'll all yeah. fight. Maybe they'll all duel for her. I did get confused in the final like battle. What was going on? Really? There was like a world, but then there wasn't. I don't know. I just feel like it was like I feel like I need to reread that part. Like I got the gist of it. Like I I, yeah. knew, I know what happened in the end and like how she survived. But like during it, I was like, what in the world is going on right now? I think it was supposed to be confusing, though, because, like, she was drugged, so she was confused, so I think we were supposed to also be confused. You were also supposed to be drugged? Yeah. (laughs) Nehemia, or whatever the princess's name is, she kind of explained it at the end, but I don't know, it wasn't that important. I felt like the important part was just that they have the, I was saying the wide marks, weird marks, but the pronunciation says they're called word marks word not wired so whatever <laughs> we basically mispronounced the entire book <laughs> the entire book but um i think the important part was just that nehemia knows how to use the word marks and they're kind of like magic because even though magic was gotten rid of or whatever the word marks are magic i think yeah i'm very i'm very confused with the magic thing in this world like it's there but it's not but i think we will get more understanding as the book goes on. Say you're in you're in Hercelene's room and the wind starts going through your wall and you see this secret door. Would you have gone down? No. <laughs> no. I, Selena's just one of those typical badass girls that these authors write about that just aren't realistic. I'm sorry, but that's just not realistic. No one goes down into the dark passageway, down, down, down the stairs to a freaking tomb, and it's just like, yeah, this is totally chill. I'll just throw some yarn here in case I get lost, and I can find my way back. No big deal. Like, no, no one does that. I guess that's what you get for being an assassin. (laughs) No, uh, that happened to me. I probably would have called Cal or whatever and, like, played, like, Danzel in distress and been like, please save me, the wind's coming. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I definitely, definitely would not. She was smart, though, in the sense that she put a chair between her and the door because she's like, I'm not getting locked down here. (laughs) Which, in horror movies, the, the girls a lot of times aren't that smart, you know. There's all the memes of the girls like running up the stairs instead of out the doors and all that stuff which i think is funny <laughs> i don't really watch that much horror movies i'm gonna be honest there <laughs> the the thing the the i think it's the pretty blonde is always the first to die that's like the joke in horror movies if there's a pretty blonde in the group she'll be the first to die she is blonde. Did you think it was weird that they would, like, come in and watch her? Like, when she's sleeping, they just, like, come in the middle of the night to her room? Yes! Like, leave the girl alone at night. Let her sleep. It's just weird. I did think it was weird how she wore the necklace. Because, like, I get, like, she got the ring from Cal. Like, she can explain that. But, like, wasn't anybody questioning where she got this, like, necklace from? 
Like, she was an assassin with nothing. Like, she came to a castle, and then no one's, like, no one really, like, only I feel like Cal brought up once, someone brought up once, but, like, no one else really said anything about this this necklace on her. Maybe she had it hidden. I don't know. I don't know if, like, whenever, (laughs) there's, I ever read a book, and, like, something, like, they don't put something away, or, like, they're holding something still, and it, like, bugs you. Like, yeah. And you're like, you're like what, what about the stick or like things like that? Like the, the whole time I was like, what, what about the necklace? Like no one's going to say anything. I thought like maybe she hid it, like nothing. But what was your thoughts about Elena? I kind of didn't like how close her names were mm-hmm. because I feel like um, Selena was like, her name was like pretty much just Elena, like throw in a couple letters and like move them all around and like they look pretty close. <laughs> like if you're like reading really fast, like you can get yeah. them mixed up. So that kind of bothered me. Well, uh, I think they're related. I think, yeah, I think there's something going on i just feel like there's so much left unsaid in this book like i feel like i don't know half of it yeah i'm very excited about the rest of the series i feel i can't wait till like we come back to this podcast and like we're gonna hate every boy in it and we're gonna hate <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hate everybody and we'll be like oh my god like we were <laughs> like i don't even know what predictions to make at this point i don't even how did it end what oh oh she's officially the the king's champion and she and kale's gonna tell her her next task or her her first task so i guess the next book will be her navigating being the king's champion but then like you have nehemia who hates the king and so i don't know if that'll like you know their friendship will be a big part of the next book but i really liked their friendship in this book her and nehemia me too i like how they would talk in different language so they can <laughs> hear i loved selena's love for reading that was like my favorite part i liked that both dorian and kale also like to read talk bookish to me so i think i would like fall for cal because i like the broody type but i think dorian would be better for me oh really yeah i don't know i feel like i you i feel like i would want the broody type i feel like he's probably not the healthiest of relationships wait why i don't know that's just the thought i have i just see him being with like a sweet little farm girl who wants to have his children and just take care of him and make him dinner at the end of the night. Are like, you I see... the sweet farm girl? Yes, I am am his future wife. Sweeting <laughs> <laughs> <Explaining> yourself? <laughs> she probably has, like, glasses and, you know, brown hair. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being princess. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't mind. I think I'd look really good in the crown. Um... I just think that life is so boring. Like Dorian's You'd gotta be bored be out a of farm girl than you than be a princess. I yeah. I feel like farm girl life is more boring than like court life. At least you have money to keep you busy. But as a farm girl, you have work to keep you busy. But <laughs> <laughs> like, think how many books I could read if I was princess. That's true. I just, I just think I'd be bored. Like, I think that's why Dorian is such a player because he has nothing else to do. I think he does it as his way to rebel against his parents. Like, it's the only thing he can control. He basically has no control with his father. His mother just nags him all day long. Like, his only control is to be like, no, I'm not going to marry anybody on your your list. When his mother gave him the list, I'm like, that's something my mother would do. If my mother was in court (laughs) 
and I was still single, she would have drafted up a list. She probably would have, like, made me go meet all of them. I felt his pain. I just think that makes his love for Selena so much less, though. The fact that maybe he's only into her because it's an act of rebellion. Yeah. I feel like the same thing for Tamlin, though. The only, way he, the only reason he was into her is because, like, he felt like he, like, owned her. Well, I didn't get that in the first book. <laughs> But I don't like Tamlin in the second book. <laughs> I'm glad you finally see see the light. Um, yeah. I can't wait for us to go through this whole book, and then we're gonna hate Calendarian. I'm Dorian. I cannot wait. <laughs> I will say I saw something um, a review for the Throne of Glass series. It was like no spoilers, but she did say that her favorite character throughout the entire series was Dorian. So I hope that means that one, he makes it through the entire series, and two. He stays a prominent figure. And three, we like, I do continue to like him. Because it's not that I hate him. I'm just, I just, he's a bit of a peacock, you know? I want to like him more because he's funny and I do think he cares about Selena. But he's a bit of a peacock right now. I feel like that's what you thought about me when we first met. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is so it. So when me and Marissa first met, we were in this big conference room and I would like, ask her all these questions like I'm a, I'm a bit obnoxious when I especially when I meet new people I'm like really loud and I was just like trying to meet everybody it was like everyone who started at the same time we did so it was like, like 12 people or something like that and I was asking everyone questions I would ask Marissa questions and she gave me like one word answers and she's like well, didn't want to talk to me I'm like this girl hates me <laughs> to be fair that's how I am with everyone <laughs> So that's why I feel like I'm Dorian. Okay, but if you're a Dorian, do you need another Dorian? Or would you need a, a, a Kale to balance yourself out? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm okay with having someone who's very uh, peacocky. We could be mm. the center of attention together. <laughs> I feel like you need, like, in his life, he needs to marry somebody who's not as scared of the spotlight. And I feel like Selena, like, has her own peak knockness. She, like, she knows she's the great assassin. And she was, like, dying to tell everybody and anybody she was, like, the greatest assassin ever. Like, it was killing her that, like, Cal was making her keep it a secret. Yeah. I think that's why I like... Her and Bryce from Crescent City better than Feyre, because Feyre's just, I am not special, I have no talents, and I just want to please Tamlin. And I just, I, I, there's nothing to her. But, you know, Selena is like this badass assassin. Like, I just love that, you know? Yeah, I don't agree with the whole Feyre thing. <laughs> we can agree to disagree. But I do like Selena. I do like Bryce, too. Bryce yeah. is my favorite. I don't know who my favorite is. I think Ness is my favorite. <laughs> that wasn't one of the options. <laughs> she is a main girl of Sarah J. Mess's book. We're gonna we're gonna include her in there. Okay. All these fictional people. They're not even real and they're just living rent free in my head. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think goofy guys are like attractive to me. Like Dorian it's like a turn off. I don't know why. Something about Dorian is just not I'm not into it. Because your humor is more dark. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, your That's humor isn't goofy. It's more like, I don't know how to explain it besides the word dark. <laughs> and I mean no yeah. offense to you. Like, I do like the occasional dark joke. And I, and I occasionally have dark humor, but I do feel like I, I like the goofy guy. But I always am attracted to, like, the brooder, but, like, I just know that, like, the goofy guy would be more healthy for my myself, so one day. One day. 
Who do you think was the real villain of this book? Uh, the king. I I also wouldn't be sad if he died. I I mean, he's obviously using dark magic. They're summoning demons from other worlds. He slaughtered 500 of Nehemia's people. That's just wrong. So he's just, he's not a good guy and he needs to die. I'm so confused in the whole, like, why have a competition and then kill everybody? Yeah, I... I think I have theories about it. I mean, obviously, there was the whole thing about Dorian being like, well, this is just for his amusement. But then he wasn't even there the whole time. The king literally left for the entire book. So I was like, clearly, it's not for his amusement because he's not there. I think I think it had something to do with Cain getting stronger, killing each of the people for their power. Because, like, they, you know, they weren't killing just average people to get their power, because who wants an average person's power? They were killing trained, <laughs> trained people, soldiers, assassins, thieves, whatever, and stealing their power. And so I wonder if he was going to use Cain for other purposes and then... Slaina went and killed Cain. So, like, this was his way of gathering the, like, most powerful people in the village. Got you. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I didn't actually put much thought to that until just now, when you were, like, talking about how, like, he was just killing people. And I was like, yeah, what was the point of all that? I guess because he still needs an assassin, like, he still wants to use Selena. So, I'm very, yeah, I'm curious if we're, we're going with everything. I wonder, like, I don't know how... What's how to pronounce her name with an N again? Nehemia. Yeah, I don't know how Nehemia like just sat like I don't know couldn't stand the king and queen's presence while they just killed all her people. Wasn't she chasing away like Cain's demons like all the time? Yeah, she was literally chasing away his demons. If I were her, I would have just let his demons roam free and have left and gone back to my kingdom. You know, let the yeah. demons kill all of the king's people and get the heck out of there. I thought it was funny that she was cutting all those marks on, on Selena's floor and Selena would roll, like wash him away every night. She was like, damn it, girl. Like, just leave him there. Well, to be fair, I would have washed him away too, thinking it marked me as like the next victim. But I did think it was funny when Nehemia was like, yeah, that was me. I also thought it was funny that like, I, I am curious of why Nehemia, well, I guess she kind of explained why she like, was putting on an act like when she was like when she's in the library that time and she got mad at Celine for like coming in there and she spoke like perfect English like I don't know yeah. when she got mad at her like I feel like at that point she probably I felt like at that point she did trust her enough she probably been like oh hey by the way like I'm I'm using magic to protect you and like I speak perfect English like well, not English whatever language is the common tongue yeah um, but I guess it was like to make her believe it was, it was to make us suspicious of her so I get the yeah. point of it in the book but no I'm really curious about her like part will play into the rest of the stories as well because i haven't seen like fan art of her oh you have i haven't oh no i haven't seen it either that's why i don't i like i wonder if she lives i would assume she's in the next book but i mean who knows maybe the king will just kill her in an off scene and we won't even know it so i know like at some point selena becomes uh aelin oh the name change yeah, at some point she becomes Aelin, because I know all the fan art. It's, like, all Aelin. Yeah. Um, and I, know, I don't know what book her name becomes that. Yeah. I think it has something to do with her fey heritage. 
probably. And I, I'm really just like I don't I don't even have predictions because I don't know where this is going. Like this book could have just been a standalone, but it ended in a way that allowed for her to continue being the king's assassin and us getting more books or whatever. So. I feel like, I mean, I don't know, maybe Sarah had it planned out from the start, but right now, I just don't see how it's planned out. Yeah. If that's where we're going with that, that's how I'm going to write my book. Just taking it one step <laughs> at a time. It's definitely obvious that like this was her first series that she wrote compared to like Crescent City and even like the later Akatar books. But also, I think she wrote, like, I'm trying to find the backstory of when she wrote this guy. I knew, oh... She was just 16 years old when she wrote the first book in the Third Glass series. She was an empire and extremely passionate, loyal fans. So she was like 16 when she wrote this. I hated all the exclamation points she used. <laughs> like, it just, it, using exclamation points in a novel just grates on my gears. Like, I'm actually glad you didn't start with Throne of Glass. I'm glad you started with Akatar because I don't know if we would have become Sarah J. Mass stands if you'd started with Throne of Glass. I am glad I started with Akatar. I so I said this earlier. Like I like books for romance, and I don't mm-hmm. think this is going to be the most romantic series. Like I think no. there's going to be great love in it, but like I definitely think Akatar is more of that romantic series. Yeah. The whole point of like Feyre's passion is to love Tamlin in the beginning, and then it becomes like Rise at the end. But so that's what pulled me in, and then I just became obsessed with her writing. At Crescent City had like the best of both worlds. It was like a murder mystery action love story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this series would have pulled me in like the others. Like I'm reading it now because I love Sarah, but like I think if I yeah if I started with this one, I don't know if I'd be obsessed. I feel I feel the same way. I feel like if I'd started with this book, it's even possible I wouldn't have read the second. And that's not because this book was good or I didn't enjoy it, but just because. This book is, like, all action and fighting and medieval wars, and that's just not really what I'm into right now. I'm Like, I'm into medieval stuff, and I'm into some action, but I'm definitely more romance and, I don't know, maybe some murder mystery, too. Not, like, too much, but I want to see two people fix each other. (laughs) I think that's why I like Bryce and Hunt, because... They're just so good for each other, and they fix each other, and they make each other better. And I haven't seen it with Feyre and Rise, but I'm assuming it'll be the same thing. So, I mean, this book was good, and I'm not dogging this book. I'm just saying it's definitely not, like, a love story. The point was action and assassins and kings and wars and all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely on the borderline of, like, I feel like this goes more along with, like, Hunger Games. You know how Hunger Games wasn't, like, that big of a love story? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the same vibe. Like, it's a love story in the background, but yeah. like, it's not, like, the main point of the book. I don't know. Yeah. This would have been something I was into when I was 16. So, like, this would have been great for high school me, but I'm definitely with you where I want I want some steam. I want, uh, I want like, you know, the tension and whatever. <laughs> I'm so excited for Crescent City 2 to come out. And to be blue. Oh, I can't wait. I want the cover to be revealed. I'm so sad we have to wait till January for it, though. We should do a poll. Do you think me and Marissa should take off from work on that day of release so we could read all day? <laughs> we'll show up to Barnes & Noble at 8 a.m., We'll get Crescent City. Well, we'll get breakfast first. We'll get Crescent City. And then we'll just sit and read all day. 
I'm nervous because, like, what if Barnes & Noble doesn't have it? So, like, part of me wants to pre-order it on Amazon just in case and then go to Barnes & Noble, hopefully buy it. And if we don't, like, if we get it at Barnes & Noble, I'll just, like, return it on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, we can do that, too. Because, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I don't want to not have it when it comes out. I don't want to leave it up to chance. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, really scared that, like, the bookstores won't have it. But I feel like they have to have it. And we also have every bookstore in New York City. Like, we have to just go to one of them. I want the book in my hand at 8 (laughs) a.m. I want to take off from work. I want to read the entire day. (laughs) I don't think I'll finish it even if I read the entire day, though, because it'll probably be another 800-page book. I think we could do it if we pulled an all-nighter. Well, yeah, maybe if we pulled an all-nighter, we could make coffee all day. But so the thing is, it's like during our busy season. So that's why I want to finish it all day. I guess I want to finish it weekly because I want to be able to like go back to work after it. Isn't it like on a Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be rough. We'd have to finish it. (laughs) That's why I'm like, we'll stay up all night. (laughs) We should take off the 25th and the 26th. Is there anything else? I feel like we didn't really talk about Throne of Glass at all. This is like a book we like. Like I didn't. I like this book. I like the book too. I what? What would you rate the book? I'd rate it a four point five. I'd give it a four point three. Why a four point three? The writing wasn't as good as her other books, and I hated the exclamation points. So that's why it's like it's a good book, and I liked it, but. Now that I know what she can do, this didn't live up to what she can do. She was 16. <laughs> I feel <laughs> weird judging it because I just feel I know my opinion is going to change when I get to the end of the series. Yeah. It's like the same way I feel like like, like when you say your opinions on throw, uh, like the first Akatar book, I just know your opinion is going to change on the whole series. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like also, like, well, I guess for Akatar, my. my for Actar, my favorite book was the second book of, like, the first three books. So I do wonder if, like, it'll just get better. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it'll get better. And the thing is, I like Selena a lot. I mean, I know you're very Team Feyre. I like Selena better than Feyre. That's just my opinion. But I also want to be an assassin. So I like Selena a lot. I want to know what happens to her. I think she's just, like, badass and... I just, it's weird to think that she's only 18, though. I kind of wish she was older than 18, but... Yeah, she's like a child. So what were some quotes you highlighted? I didn't highlight much. Let's see. I didn't highlight much. I highlighted this quote you texted me. I actually did it before you texted me, but, like, same, like we're in the same mind. Same wave, same wavelength. Uh-huh. Um, Dorian's, like, staring at her, looking at the star. Yeah. Um, a lovely girl gazing at the star, and the stars gaze back. I like that a lot. Yeah, I want that tattooed on my body. Uh. <laughs> I let's see. Oh, I I highlighted the part when she's talking about why she liked to play the piano. She'd love to play, loved music, the way music could break and heal and make everything seem possible and heroic. And I just like the way it's both break and heal because you know, I listen to really sad songs that make me feel very sad inside. And that's <laughs> that's the breaking part. But then you can also listen to music that heals you. So it's like I do that with writing too. Marissa likes to listen to sad songs, like the same sad song for eight hours straight. Yeah. 
Another idea I loved, which I think I saw a bookmark on it today at Nerdy Inc. because I was looking at the bookmarks they had. Um, libraries are full of ideas, perhaps the most dangerous and powerful of all weapons. I love that. I want to get yeah. that touched in my body. <laughs> We're just going to, our bodies will just be covered in Sarah J. Mass quotes. <laughs> I thought this was really good when she's talking about, or she's talking to Dorian, and Dorian's like, you're remarkably judgmental. And she says, what's the point in having a mind if you don't use it to make judgments? And then he goes, what's the point in having a heart if you don't use it to spare others from the harsh judgments of your mind? And she's like, oh, well said, your highness. I highlighted um, that too. I thought their banter was so good. And I thought both of them had a point. Like, what's the point of having a mind if you're not going to judge with it? But then at the same time, you have to use your heart to spare people of those judgments, you know, accordingly no I, I highlighted that of quotes i liked wow we're really same on the same wavelength. page right here <laughs> literally the same page <laughs> uh, i also highlighted when alina said to her i was like you can be great greater than me than any of us uh you could rattle the stars i like that mm, yeah <laughs> rattle the stars Ugh. i just i i don't know why i like like, I like when people tell, like, oh, you're going to do great things. Like, I don't know. Like, I like when people see the potential in others. It makes me happy inside. It's very empowering. Thank you for listening to our review of Throne of Glass. I guess our combined score would be a 4.4 in this book. I, we kind of stopped on our rating scale. I got to start doing those again. <laughs> the next book we're reading is Six of Crows. So we're excited to get in that world because it's kind of all over Instagram at the moment due to the Netflix show, which I'm waiting for you to come back to the city so we can just watch it. Oh, okay. I feel like it'll be a fun day. We'll just like binge on the couch. Maybe like one rainy weekend day. That'd be fun. But yeah, and I guess we'll we'll do an update when we're going to do our full Throne of Glass review. It'll probably be a while. We still need to do our full Akatar review. Okay, but yeah, thanks for listening. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And have a good night. And make sure to follow us at Book Talks Podcast on Instagram.